And welcome back to Sports the Nemo Way, the Hakeem Olajuwon episode, The Dream. The 7-foot, 255-pound center is a two-time champ, one-time MVP, a 12-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, playing 18 years in the league after being the number one overall pick, and he is a Hall of Famer with career averages of 21, 11, and 2 on 51% shooting. And that will lead us to me, who has him ranked the highest overall, at number or highest on both lists, actually, at number four overall and number one on his centers list. So my, I guess I'll keep my opening statement pretty short and sweet. Um, <clears throat> Akeem was a playoff performer. His playoff numbers go up, especially his, his scoring pretty considerably, 26 points a game in the playoffs. Um, going up five points a game, um, still with his 11 rebounds as assist goes up one. Um, and even his efficiency goes up a percentage. So uh, Keem really steps it up when it mattered most, not just, you know, um, not just, you know, marginally like Shaq's free throw percentage. Shaq's free throw this one is more of an opinion, but I think I can back it up pretty well. I think we're looking at the greatest um, international player to ever walk in the an NBA court, and I don't think it's particularly close. Um, he's the only player ever to win the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and Finals MVP in the same year. He is, uh, and this is some of the stuff that I think make him pretty special um some of the uh defensive things for the dream he's number one all time in blocks not to intrude on your territory here uncle doug um but he's also number nine in steals um he's the only person ever to be top 10 in both and he is the only center in the top 59 in steals hmm and I've mentioned this in a couple other episodes because the other most of the other players have come up in episodes, but he's one of the only players to ever record a quadruple double. And that is my opening statement on Hakeem Olajuwon, which would kick us to Wade, who has him ranked number eight overall and number two on his center's list. But sadly, Wade's not here. I think for the third week in a row. I think that's right. I think so. So uh, get back to us soon, Wade. <laughs> and uh, so that will lead us to Ray, who also has Hakeem ranked number eight overall, but a little bit down at four on his center's list. Ray? All right. Uh, his footwork, his balance, his quickness, and his ability to feel a defender and keep them off balance to destroy, to destroy all comers. And just when you thought you figured him out, who take you off the dribble and pop a J in your face or just dunk on your ass. Elijah Wan was a total, total package for, for a center. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo kind of reminds me of him. Uh, but, you know, in the way of that you had that friend from high school and you randomly walk by somebody and you say, damn, that looks like Jeff from 10th grade, but it's not really Jeff. Uh the difference between the two is that Elijah Wan can say he was the best center for a whole decade. Giannis isn't quite there yet. And like Alex mentioned, the blocks chant, the championships, the finals MVP, all that jazz. Um, his second year, he went to the NBA Finals. Now, not many players can say that. Uh, I mean, not, I mean, legit players, you know. Uh... Let's see. And the Rockets team made the playoffs just about every year against pretty stiff competition. Um, name some centers here. Ewing, Shaq, Morning, Matumbo, Robinson, Daughtry, Devox. And Olajuwon, he beat two of those in the finals. That played a big part for the reason why he's so high on the list. Is that because of who he beat? After the dust settles, he might go higher than eighth. To be totally honest, he was probably the best player in Houston among all sports for 20 years. And with all that said, that's my opening statement. Fair enough. And you just, you said something I never really thought about. Um, is there 
somebody above Olajuwon in Houston sports history. Uh, now I'm trying to think of other sports guys, but you got Bagwell, Biggio for Houston back, but that wasn't. They were not even close. What do you mean, Alex? You had the Oilers. Jose Altuve. No, no. And then you had the Houston Oilers, which, well, we had McNair or McNabb, yeah. which one? Oh, they they weren't they weren't still was in Houston when was McNair it, was, was there. Was it, was, it, was it Warren Moon? Uh, Warren Moon, Moon was it? Uh, well, didn't Elgin Campbell play for? Yeah, yeah. Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. Yeah, yep. sorry. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Yeah, I, I, I think I might have to agree with your statement that uh, yeah. broke it. I think Elijah might be the greatest Houston athlete he ever. Maybe. Yeah. And I mean that's even Colin. Uh, uh, calling his college years too. I mean, yeah, you he, count he, that right. That's yeah, true. I was going to go there. My opinion is true. All right. Well, that will kick us to Drew, um, who has him a couple spots down at ten overall, and number four on his centers list. Drew. Um, well, I'm not going to talk too many stats right now about Elijah Wong, but I'm going to say more of what how I knew Elijah Wong before. Like we really talked. Only what I really heard was when I've heard stories of. How when he came to the United States, he had Houston and then two other places where they were cold. He did not want to be cold. <laughs> so he decided to go to Houston because then he asked, uh, I think he asked uh, when he got off the, the plane where the warmest was, and they told him Houston. So then he went to Houston, played five slam and jamma. Then he gets drafted by the Houston Rockets, which is perfect for him. He doesn't go anywhere. He's still at home. His home, I guess you can call it, in, in the States. Um well, what k- kills me about the going to Houston to play college is, like, I was just watching a thing on it yesterday. They were talking about how at the time he agreed to go to Houston, like, the college, he'd only been playing basketball for two years because mm. he, he played soccer and handball all growing up, mm. and then he – and volleyball. And uh, then he found basketball and, you know, fell in love with it, but – by the time he went to college, he'd only been playing basketball for two years. Yeah. Well, soccer, I'm sure, improved his footwork. And yeah, I've been playing those other yeah, sports. Coordination. And so, yeah, it showed. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. it, Drew? Yeah. All right. And that will lead us to Uncle Doug, who has him ranked the lowest of anyone at number 12, so far down his list, and number five on his centers list. Uncle Doug? Yep. Uh, Keem was 14th on the scoring list, and his average – uh, would be 41st. Uh, rebounds, he's 15th on the list. 32nd uh, average. Um, assists is 200 and something, so that doesn't really matter. As Alex said, he's high on the steals list, number one on blocks. Um, I I think Elijah Wan is great. Um, as far as ahead of him, um, mine's pretty much accolades. I I look at Elijah Wan is another one of those people that MJ got because he's only got the two titles. And um, he got those when MJ was gone. Had he beat MJ a year, he'd be way up my list. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at on that. Just um, The stats are good. The accolades are good. But... The guys I've got ahead of him on the centers list, and that's probably why he's so far down my regular list. It's because I do have him fifth on my centers list. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what what four guys do you have ahead of him on your centers list? Kareem, Wilt, Shaq, and Russell. Got you, got you. And so, uh, so Drew, you, Drew, and Ray, you both have him at fourth. So, what three guys do you have in front of him? Kareem, Wilt, and Shaq. Kareem Wiltshack. Uh, looks like Bill Russell, Chamberlain, and Jabbar. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any of those guys ahead of Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> we noticed. <laughs> uh, uh, <coughs> I think something we, not just us, but I think people in general overlook is uh, the competition in the 90s. Everyone always says there was no competition back then and all this stuff, but if you go back and look at it, the east one, especially the, I think the west side with the big guys, it was pretty loaded. I think I don't think people really realize that as much because, like, I don't know. That, and it could just be my opinion. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel like it was more loaded than what people think it was, like the playing field. I think the '90s overall was a great time for basketball, but again, I'm going to give an opinion that I think pretty much 
falls into fact. You guys can argue with me if you want, but that's the greatest decade for centers ever. I mean, you could probably name five guys from your list that played in the 90s. Yeah, um, pretty good yeah. ones there. I mean, uh, Lajuan made all of our lists. Ewing made all of our lists. Robinson made all of our lists. Uh, Shaq made all of our lists. Um, Matumbo made a list. Um, I guess four, four of every one, single one of us mm-hmm. plays in that same decade. And almost predominantly in that same decade. It's not like it's like, well, we named Kareem. He played in 1990. <laughs> you know, not, we don't have nothing like that. You know, yeah. it's like, and you had like Tim Duncan and them at the late power forward. Well, I mean, Malone and Barkley played that same right. yeah. era. Oh, yeah. You know, there was other great big men too. I just like, feel like people said that there was no competition back then. Just, I no, Nick Wright says that because <laughs> it's fitting a narrative that you know he's trying to make this narrative that uh, LeBron has this so much know. tougher of a time playing today yeah. than LeBron or than. Uh, Jordan did in the 80s and 90s and I just I can't get there no I can't either well here one <laughs> second oh Shannon Sharp Shannon Sharp gets, goes there too let's see oh if God. I I have a TikTok about by the way sorry I interrupted Drew I got TikTok about competitions it's Kobe they're comparing Kobe Jordan and LeBron 50 wins beating 50 win teams as a starter, Kobe did 23 times, Jordan did it 20 times, LeBron did it 15 times, and then beating 60-win teams, this is like in the playoffs. Oh, okay, got you. Jordan did it seven times, LeBron did it four times, and Kobe did it one time. So I heard a stat on the way down here, because uh, they were talking about this year's Phoenix Suns. Only 17 teams in the history of the NBA have won 67 game, 66 games or more. It's only happened 17 times. 12 of those 17 teams won the championship. And like three of the other ones, one of their big players suffered a big injury in the playoffs. I don't, I can't remember what they were. Off the, I can only remember one of them off the top of my head. Like uh, it was one year during the 70s, the Celtics did it, and Havlicek dislocated his shoulder in the playoffs and, and missed and they lost, missed time, and they lost. Um, but there was two more that somebody had. Well, Golden, Golden State. Golden State yeah. Oh, yeah, Golden yeah. State, yep. They had a couple <coughs> big injuries. The year yeah. They won 73, so. Yeah, there you go. There's another one. But, yeah, so uh, not that I think it's a sure thing that Phoenix wins the title this year, but that's pretty good company they're keeping. Yeah, they're there. looking pretty good. They're looking yeah. good. They're and with Chris Ball well. coming back. Yeah, he looked good the other night. Yeah. Oh, speaking of coming back and looking good, Paul George came back and balled out oh, last night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that he was coming back. That was a hell of a comeback. I was watching that one. Yeah, Donovan yeah. Mitchell. That was, was a good game. Afterwards. I think they're about to break those jazz up. Mm. Like, I don't know how this lasts much longer. But speaking of the Clippers, I was listening to a podcast on the way down here, and uh, one of those guys, I think Kevin O'Connor, said that um, Kawhi has been training and is cleared to come back. But he doesn't know if he wants to, so he's going to give Paul George a week or two um, to uh, see how things look and make his decision on whether he comes back for the playoffs or not. Well, that'll make Wade happy. If Wade's comes probably back. yelling right now. <laughs> well, I mean, he'll he'll either be happy or you know really disappointed if they because I mean at this point they're either going to be the seventh or eighth seed, so. You got to play. You may have to play Phoenix in the first round, right? <laughs> and yeah. Then, you know, if you come back to all this hoopla and then get bounced in the first round, I mean, yeah, it's not who's the two good. seed right now, West. The Mem- Memphis. <laughs> I said the see, Memphis. I could see them being fine with playing Memphis. Honestly, I could see them beating Memphis in the first round. Thing is, is like you just don't know what they're going to look like individually and as a whole. Because, I mean, these guys made the playoffs um, without either one of them. Right. And, you know, Paul George came back last night and looked really good individually, and they ended up winning the game, which is nice. But, you know, they get a couple more games under their belt with him, and then you're going to add Kawhi to it as well. And then, like, now your roles have changed so much by the time, you know, you have to go play. I'm not saying they couldn't beat Memphis, but, I mean, Memphis has been playing together all year. They their roles are solidified. Well, and I mean everybody knows what their role is, 
and you know you know how many minutes you're going to get and whether you're going to start or come off the bench and it's a whole different mentality coming off the bench you take a couple of those guys that have been starting and are used to starters minutes you put them on the bench you reduce their minutes how happy are they going to be? What's it going to do to the chemistry? Well, you, t- you take Reggie Jackson, in a matter of two weeks, could go from the leading scorer to the third leading scorer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, you got to be careful. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, partly for a fan fan reasons, just for interest, I think it'd be great if, if Kawhi and Paul George well, yeah. came back for a playoff oh, run. Yeah. I think it'd make things interesting. I mean, not that I wanted them to win, but I thought it was I thought it would be interesting for AD to make it back by the time the playoffs were um, coming around. Hmm. Now it doesn't even look like it's going to matter. Yeah, no kidding. That's just embarrassing. Well, I have a winning time. Uh, speaking of the Lakers, I have a winning time advertisement at the top of my basketball reference page on my. Great does too. Oh yeah, it is up there. Yeah, the top of my basketball reference page on my laptop here. Huh. Anyway, we can talk about Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah, so I mean to get back to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I listened to a uh, video yesterday making the case for um, the dream being the greatest defensive player of all time. Um, I don't I don't know um, that I will say that he's um, definitely the greatest player of all time or greatest defensive player of all time. But he's definitely one of them. Um, great defensive player, you know, all-time leader in blocks, top 10 steals, um, three-time block champ, nine-time all-defense, two-time defensive player of the year, um, just changing games. By the way, this is the first, one of the first guys in a while where I've been comfortable with their weight. Yeah. I don't know if it's right or not, but they have him listed at 255. It sounds pretty close. I'm not. I I have no idea. He could have weighed two sixty. He could have weighed two seventy. He could have weighed two fifty. I don't. I don't know. Right. But like they don't. They don't have him at two twenty. Right. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> two, ridiculous. two fifteen at seven foot. You're not two twenty and look that big. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I mean, they have him weighing more than uh, the mailman and Robinson, who we were all like, look how jacked they are. Look how these guys are built like tanks, and they have Dream heavier than them. Hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, they have him listed at seven foot on here, but pretty much everywhere I look, they have him listed at like six nine, six or six ten. Hmm. And hmm. Dream said he's never been anywhere close to seven foot. He's like, you know, the, that's what the NBA does. They fudge heights to make us sure, you know, do those things. He's like, I was. Ne- he's like, he's like, I might have been six ten. He's like, but I tell everybody I was six nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always thought of him as being like 6'10", 6'11", somewhere in that vicinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how tall was Moses? I think he was 6'10". Six, six six I think. Because oh. yeah. one of his nicknames is Little Moses, so I was kind of wondering what the height differential was. It's probably one of the shortest nickname lists of all time. Two. Yeah, only two names, yeah. Yeah, normally these guys have like four or five names we've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Like Charles Barkley, some of those, I was like, what the heck? I will say, though, that, like, even, I mean, everybody I know that knows who Akeem Olajuwon is knows he's the dream. Right. Yeah. yeah. He had a a very popular nickname, so maybe there probably wasn't a lot of reason to give him another one. Right. Yeah. You know, I I don't remember, but, you know, did, did Oscar Robinson have a bunch of them? I would assume not because, you know, he was the big O. The big o, or, yeah. you know, George Gervin was the Iceman. Like, right, certain yeah. nicknames just take over. Yeah. I'll look it up for you and see if we can. Well. He had three. Big O, Mr. Triple Double, and Ozzy. Oh, okay. Mm. I just said Big O. Mr. Triple Double, I get it, though. Like, I don't know that. Again, we talked about it on the episode how they didn't call him triple doubles when he played. Right. Yeah. So would they have called him that then? Wasn't or, really a thing. Or man. did they call start calling him that when he was an old man? Like uh, you yeah. know, I mean, like that's that's a weird one. I would guess later on if they weren't calling it that. So uh, does anybody want 
I said it during my opening statement when nobody was, you know, replying to me, but I did make a statement that I said you guys could rebuttal if you wanted to, um, that I said he was the greatest international player of all time. I want to think about it. I was trying to think who's international. Um, I would say it's – I would probably – well, it's close. Um, I actually have Tim Duncan ranked ahead of him. Oh, I didn't – is Tim Duncan international? Is he, he's yeah, from he's the from Virg- the U.S. Virgin, Virgin Islands. Yeah, from the Virgin Islands. If really you count like that, that as international. Right, you said U.S. Virgin Islands. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, well, he's from the Virgin Islands. I don't know if it's the U.S. or the other one. Oh, here we go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> mm, uh, Duncan, that's the, I didn't even think that's, about That's because I was looking down my list, and I thought, uh, no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, he, Alex is right. And I thought, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, Duncan's that's who got me in my head. I was thinking. He's from the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands he's from? Yeah, I didn't even think about Duncan because I was thought I was like, "Are you really gonna throw Dirk at me?" Because <laughs> I was like, "I like yeah. Dirk, but Dirk's not there." No, Elijah not there. Dirk. Yeah, he's, he, Tim Duncan is from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh, it's the U.S. Virgin, so he wouldn't be really internationalized. Mm. All right, then I'll go along with you. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. you, you you about caught me though because I was like, um, that would have yeah, been. I could remember because I know there's multiple islands in the Virgin Islands, and they're not all American. So. Yeah, see, I was thinking. I was thinking Tim Duncan, but. I can't remember which Virgin Islands he was from. So then we're gonna have Elijah on Tim Duncan argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's they're they're both. I mean, they play different positions in there. Well, they do both different. really good. Yeah, they're both really. I mean, if you would have told me Tim, you thought Tim Duncan was better than Akeem Olajuwon, there's definitely a argument to be made there, um, for sure. Um, you know, so I wouldn't have. It would have made my. Um, my statement less valid for sure. Um, <laughs> well, that leads into our episode next week too, because Tim's next week. I was, no, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was drawing a blank. Have we done Tim already? No, he's next I've got week. a great what if for the Tim Duncan episode <laughs> next week. Well, I have a what if for the Tim Duncan episode too, and it just deals with my favorite team. So, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's not mine. I got another one. But. All right. Well. I'll say when uh, when I was doing looking at articles and things about Elijah Wan, I came across a funny story that I, I I actually didn't remember it. I should have. You guys, do anybody remember Billy Pulse? Mm-hmm. He was this big, oof, yeah, white center, and he uh, he and Elijah Wan they were playing in the playoffs, and Billy played for. The Jazz. And, you know, the Jazz went through a bunch of big centers mm. that were there just to take up space. Well, he got under Elijah Wan's skin, and Elijah Wan actually slapped him. <laughs> 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 Which, I mean, that was not Akeem. I mean, he didn't, he never did bad things like that. I mean, it, and it was just, it's just funny because he said, well, if he's going to flop, I'm just going to hit him. If I'm going <laughs> to get, if I'm going to get a foul for him flopping, then I'm going <laughs> to I just thought, that's a, I like that. Hell yeah. I can get down with that. <laughs> and he says, yeah, he wasn't, wasn't out there to play. He was just out there to be in my way. And uh, so, yeah, and the the article said that that's really what Pulse was doing that night. And the refs that hap- that particular night were letting him get by with it. They were letting oh. him just flop around whenever. And, and uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. That I don't see Elijah Bond being the most physical center. I mean, honestly, oh, he was he was physical, but he was clean. I mean, that's he what was, I'm saying. He was yeah. the clean physical, not dirty. No, no. I don't see. But I just thought it was funny like that, that I it, I had never heard a story like that about him, and and uh, and it, I mean, everybody kind of said, "Well, yeah, I kind of understand this. It's pretty frustrating." <laughs> and uh, well, um. We talked a lot about in the uh, in the Dirk episode, and rightly so, um, about his uh, his his finals run, mm-hmm. you know, and when they won the championship with Dirk and how much it elevated his career and things like that. Well, I think this is a very comparable um, title run, the '94 uh, title run for the Dream, and I think there's a case to be made that he may not even have the supporting cast that. Um, Dirk did mm-hmm. um, and he goes out in the first round against Portland and puts up 34 and 11 and 4 that would be Clyde's team yeah that we're coming off a 
finals a couple of years before. So, and then he goes to Phoenix, um, where, where Barkley is, and uh, puts up twenty eight and thirteen and four. And they're just fresh off the title run too. So yep. And then he goes to Utah with the mailman and Stockton, and puts up twenty seven and ten and four. All of these he's shooting over fifty percent. He doesn't mm-hmm. drop down into the forties at all. And the second round he shoots fifty six percent. Um, and then he goes to the finals against Patrick Ewing. Ewing, yeah, the Knicks. And averages twenty seven and nine and three on over fifty percent shooting. Yeah, that was a great playoff run that year. The Knicks did take him to seven games, so Yes. He came to the seven games twice. Mm-hmm. And he but, prevailed. I mean what can he Smith is the second best player. That's what. That's the yeah. one, one time All Star Kenny Smith. Right. Rookie Sam Cassell. Second year Robert Ori. Big shot Bob. Oh yeah. Ray, um, why are you hating on my man? Ot- Big shot Ot- Otis Thorpe. <laughs> um, we're not really talking about any any world beaters here. No. No. These. Um, now the second title run, the very following season, he they do add Clyde Drexler. Right. Who is you know a yeah. guy that made our list? Mm-hmm. You know he is a great player, so um, he does add some le- real legit talent in that year. But he put up some pretty solid numbers that year as well. Um, he went uh, thirty-five and eight in the first round against Utah again. Then he went back to Phoenix and gave him twenty-nine and nine. Um, and then he goes to San Antonio. Um, this is the famous. Robinson Lajuan duel because Robin Robinson wins the MVP of the regular season and pisses the dream off and so he gives them thirty five twelve and five <laughs> on a fifty six percent shooting yeah <laughs> um and then uh, then he goes to the finals and against Orlando and Shaq and goes thirty two eleven and five so uh, the dream had two pretty phenomenal playoff runs here's one of my what ifs though and uncle doug you'll probably know better than the rest of us but uh ray mentioned earlier the his second year in the league they went to the finals with him and samson mm-hmm. yep um but then is it the very next year or the year after that samson's toast pretty much like his knees right. go he gets hurt yeah and his he's never really comes back if samson continue it doesn't get hurt and continues to be samson because he don't He'd only been in the league, like, what, five or six years at that point? So it's not like he was an old man. No, he he was – it might have even been less than that. He wasn't that far behind Elijah – I mean, ahead that of far Elijah. ahead of Elijah Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what year he came in. But, yeah, then the knees went and he was done. So I think they shipped him someplace and he played the for Warriors. a couple more years. But What is Samson's first name? Ralph. Thank you. I couldn't think of it for nothing. Out of Virginia. But my question is, though, is would it have changed Olajuwon's career if him and Samson would have continued their careers together in Houston? Mm. I mean, it was Samson not having pretty much a career-ending injury. Yeah. Well, I think they weren't they the first duo to average 20 points and 10 rebounds both of them oh well, that's a great question i have no idea i believe it was i think i believe i read that that they well were, he elajuan averaged 20 and 12 his rookie season yeah and so, i think samson was 20 and 20 and over 10 as well yeah he was yeah he went um well samson's rookie season he was 21 11 then 22 and 10 19 and 11 um so, and then yeah. So he'd only—I guess he'd only been—and he'd only played three seasons before he got hurt. Right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, being seven four, and he wasn't the biggest guy, weight-wise. It, it's hard on his body. Yeah, I mean, he he played eighty-two games, eighty-two games, seventy-nine games, and then it's just. 40, 40, 19, 29. Yeah, he just disappeared. 26, 25, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big what if. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the two of them together, wow, that would have been um, 
228 pounds. <laughs> he was pretty thin. He was skinny. 228 yeah. sounds awful light. <laughs> he looks thin in his picture. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was. But And he's the one that hits the game winner in the Western Conference Finals in, what was that, 86? It's Samson, isn't it? I think so. I Yeah, I don't remember for sure. I think I think it is. I think it's Samson that hits yeah. the game winner just to in the Lakers season they in '86. Yeah, and they lose they they, they lose to Boston. Boston, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Olajuwon's one of those guys for me that I've always wondered. Like they just Houston never put any talent around him. Right. It's kind of like what Houston did to Moses. Only mm-hmm. you know Moses left and would join Dr. J. I mean Olajuwon finally got out of the promised land, but not really because. Houston stacked him with a team full of talent. Right. Um, and they did at least finally go get Clyde, but still. What, 10 years later? Yeah. <laughs> probably. I mean, and probably after close. that, they got Barkley, but again, yeah. Barkley was. Again, 13 years after all of them have been drafted. Right. Yeah, Bar- Barkley and Pippen were not oh, the no, same. And and these two weren't exactly the same anymore either. Drexler and Ro- Lajuan, right. I mean. Yeah. All four of them were on the decline. Um, and... He, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I don't understand why teams wait so long. They wait for their star player to almost get out of his prime when they start bringing pieces in. I'm yeah. Like, well, I mean, the Western Conference during that time period was just brutal. I mean, you know, you had them, and, of course, Barkley was running around out there, and you had Clyde in Portland, and then you had the Jazz with, Stockton and Malone and Robinson in San Antonio. Yeah, in San Antonio. So yeah, it was it was pretty tough. <laughs> so let's look at this MVP um, voting because he Olajuwon uh, was very upset that he didn't win MVP in '95. But I haven't actually looked at it. I haven't looked at '95. I looked at the year he won and the year before he was second. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, when I looked at it. Um, I thought the year '94, Shaq and Robinson both had. It was pretty close. I really thought he probably should have won the year before. Um, over uh, Barkley won, and I thought it looked to me like the Dream had a better season. But well, I mean, I, I got it pulled up here. Um, Olajuwon averaged one more point, one more rebound, two less assists. Yeah. Similar steals. Three more blocks. Three more blocks, yeah. <laughs> uh, when they both shot 52%, Lajuan shot almost 53% Yeah. Um, from the field. So, yeah, they had very similar seasons st- statistically. So, um, yeah. Um, that's a that's an interesting one there. I didn't even I hadn't looked at that. Did the, did the Spurs have a better record, maybe? You mean the Suns? Or the Suns? Yeah, the Suns have the best record in the league that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that before, that a lot of times what your team does has an effect. Yeah. Really? Um, Go ahead, Drew. Um, Well, supposedly Bruce Arians is retiring from coaching the Bucks. Oh, my God. And Todd Bowles becomes Tom Brady's newest head coach. Okay, well, let's wait a week and see if he unretires. (laughs) (laughs) But, right, Tom Brady might be going to Miami. Oh, you saw that too, what? huh? Yeah, there's a rumor that Tom Brady's heading to Miami. They're trading into Miami. Oh, God dang it. Can <laughs> you imagine Tyreek Hill, Tom Brady, Jalen Waddle, all them? <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's Robbie D going to think of that? Robert's going to hate it. He hates Tom Brady. If he becomes a dolphin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, all right, so let's let's talk about the 95 MVP voting because this is a Michael jordan list. Well, for the most part, Michael Jordan this year. Although Mike comes in eleventh in the MVP voting, hey, they they missed him. He only played, did he? Yeah, I don't know how many games did he play. Does it say? No, it doesn't. Doesn't say how many. Ga- oh yeah, it does. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I knew he didn't play very much. <laughs> okay, so David Robinson averages twenty-seven, ten rebounds, three assists, a steal, and three blocks on fifty-three percent. The Diesel averages 29 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 
and two blocks on 58% shooting. Mm. So I think there's a case that the Diesel had a better season than David Jackson. Yeah, won more than one MVP, but go ahead. Carl Malone averaged 26 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block on 53% shooting. A very similar season to the Admiral. Um, and then Patrick Ewing averaged 24 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, a steal, and two blocks on 50% shooting. I don't think his season really stacks up to those first three guys. Mm-hmm. No. And then Dream, excuse me, averages 27 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, a steal, and three and a half blocks on 51% shooting. Wow, Dennis Rodman came in 12th in the MVP vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that the year he averaged 18? No, he averaged 7. No, no, no. Not rebounds. Oh, rebounds. He averaged 16. Oh. So 7 points, 16 rebounds, 2 assists, a half a steal, and half a block on how, 57% shooting. How is he ahead? <laughs> He's ahead of Jason Kidd. Clyde Drexler. <laughs> Clyde Drexler, who averaged 21, 6, and 4. Um, <laughs> this is... Hey, and this is the year that I, t- I talked to you about a, c- a bunch of episodes ago, Uncle Doug. Cedric Sabalas was 15th on the MVP voting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. The Lakers were in their prime then. Oh, jeez. Penny was 10th that year. Hey. 21, 4, and 7 in Steel on 51%. Gary Payton was 9th. Um, he averaged 20 points, 3 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals on 51%. John Stockton was eighth that year with better stats than Steve Nash when he won the MVP. <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> Steve Nash yeah. MVPs are so dumb. I, yeah, I struggle with those. I ain't going to talk about that anymore. I feel like we bring it up. Scotty Pippen was seventh this season with 21 points, eight rebounds, and five assists, three steals, a block on 48%. Love you. Look at all their free throw percentages. It's like 70, ones in the 60s, 80s, and then you got Shaq, 53. <laughs> yeah. He was so bad at it. Yeah. So I would say that Dream has a case, but I think I'll be honest with you. I think I'd give him to Shaq. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, the the year that Dream won it, the next year, ni- or the year before 94, Dream was 27, 11, 9, 3, 6, 3, 7 blocks. Shaq was 29 points, two points ahead, 13 rebounds, two rebounds ahead. Was an assist behind and a block behind, so there was a case for Shaq then too. So who had the better record that year, the Spurs? Which year the the MVP Robinson got? Robinson's MVP year. Yeah. All right, let me look. Um, the Spurs won sixty-two games and were first in the league. So yeah, the Spurs so, won more games. Yeah, there we go. Well, it seems to be games. a pattern. Yeah, if your team does well, most of the time your best player, if he has close enough stats. Yeah, the Rockets only won 47 games. so they Weren't they the uh, fifth or sixth seed that year in the um, playoffs? Let's see the first. Let's see if I can figure this out. Because one of my trivia questions was Houston Rockets were the lowest seed to win a title. Um yeah, one of those years they they were, like they five were lower. Six, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, they're the sixth seed in '95. Yeah, I thought one of the years they were pretty low. All right, guys, should we go into litigation? Sure. Yeah. Sweetly. All right, I only got one apiece for you guys today. Ooh. Oh, I just got it on my phone. Bruce Arians retiring. Yeah, I got it on mine too. <laughs> So. Moving to the front office. Oh, All right. Well, he has had his fair share of uh, health problems, so maybe that has something to do with it. And probably prima donna atti- prima donna attitudes. Brady, you ready, Ray? Yep. All right, buddy. Why you got Wilt ahead of Olajuwon? Um, that one's kind of a. Uh, maybe the MVP probably boosted him a little bit. But like I said at the beginning, Elijah one's probably going to be heading up he- upward on the list. That's my guy. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But 
I mean, there could be a couple couple getting shook down less and Keem's going up. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I can say is probably the, the MVPs. Other than that, I mean, Akeem's probably got him in all-around, you know, skill set. So, All right. Drew. Oh, boy. Why do you have Jerry West ahead of the dream? Um, I think I have Jerry West ahead of the dream because he won the finals MVP on the losing team against uh, that Celtics team. And I think with Jerry West's shooting ability back in the day, I think that would translate very well to newer eras of the NBA. I think that was appreciated as much back then. So I think those are, those are the two main reasons why I have him ahead of are you s- are you saying Olajuwon couldn't translate? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying he couldn't <laughs> translate. I'm just saying I think Jerry West's shooting back then was underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I watched a TV show. Oh boy! And he and apparently Jerry West said himself that he's just the world's greatest loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know uh-huh. what TV show you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, and then I have one for you, Uncle Doug. Okay. Why do you have the big O ahead of the dream? I thought you might have. That. <laughs> I was I just always that. That. Me and Ray are always surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of figured that might be it. When I heard Ray got wilt, I thought, ah, oh, I bet I'm going to get the big O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, again, it's probably the num- just the the scoring and the assists. Of course, obviously, you can't rebound with Elijah Wan. Because um, he doesn't, I mean, he's got one title. One MVP, um, the triple double season. Um, I do have him just one spot ahead of Elijah one, so mm-hmm. that might get reevaluated. But you know I me, mean? I gotta give the guy old guys a little love. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you you saw my theme here, that every <laughs> guy yeah. every guy I asked about played really a long time ago. Yeah, and you know Elijah <laughs> one played in you know the eighties and nineties. So. Um, so yeah. Um, in the 2000s, Elijah won't play for Toronto. He did. You're right. Did, yeah. did they go to the playoffs that year? <laughs> why do I feel like they I did? I would doubt it, but I don't I feel know. Like they like did. Check for some reason, quick. I feel like I don't know why. I feel like they, they did. won 42 games, and they played in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, way to go, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know Drew. why. I felt like they made the playoffs. Um, they lost to the, the Pistons in that series. They had a decent squad, though. Yeah. They had uh, Carter... Childs, Curry, old ass Curry, Antonio Davis. Um, I mean it wasn't horrible, but I mean, it I mean if Elijah Wan's not thirty nine, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like imagine Prime Vince Carter and Elijah Wan together. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I don't have Carter on this team. Huh. What I just saw him earlier, but I don't know. I mean, there's the. R- I know. I don't know what what happened to him. I thought I saw him up above too. Well, what happened to him? I, I mean, know. he's not. Maybe did he not play in the playoffs? Because hmm. I have the maybe. playoff stats pulled up, and the leading scorer for the Raptors is Antonio Davis, and then Keon Clark, and then Alvin Williams, and Chris Childs, and Mo Peterson. There's no Vince. Vince Carter. Uh, where could have Vince been? He must have been hurt because Vince was drafted in 98. Yeah. Or, you know, is that right, 98? I think so. He was drafted in the 90s, though. Um, Interesting. Hmm. Okay. So maybe that team would have had a playoff run in it if it uh, if Carter would have been there. I don't know where he was. He, might, he had to have been hurt, I would suppose. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm pulling that season up more. Vince Carter. Look at O two. And Vince Carter in O two season played sixty games. So I guess we can operate under the assumption that he did get hurt and missed that playoff series. I guess that doesn't really matter, but <laughs> Vince had his episode. Yeah, he did. Does anybody have any questions for me before we close up litigation? I did not look. Let's 
You never look, Drew. <laughs> I have the last couple weeks I have. Thank you, Yeah, Ray. Ray's handing out a list. And get some questions. Because I am the outlier here, so there yeah. should be questions. <laughs> Why do like. you have Elijah Juan ahead of Kareem? Because I think what he did was more difficult than what Kareem did. Kareem never won a championship without a Hall of Fame point guard. And, you know, somebody that we ha- like, we have Magic, the second highest rated player on our list as a conglomerate. Um, and then we all have the big O on our list, obviously. Um, and I just think Olajuwon's title runs are more impressive um, and was a more dominant force on the other end of the floor. Um, I don't dislike Jabbar. I, not yeah. I mean, I have Jabbar too. It's not like I have him at five. <laughs> you or only have him one spot lower. Than yeah, and I knew one. what I was doing when I put it in the lodge <laughs> one at number one. Um, and uh, I mean, Wade knew it too. Wade, Wade goes, "Well, Alex is gonna put lodge one ahead of Kareem." <laughs> so uh, I was just asking is yeah, uh, that's the one I would have asked. Too. Yeah, I said. <laughs> Korea has six titles and six MVPs to Elijah Wong. Was it Elijah Wong had two MVPs, right? Yeah. No, no one MVP. One MVP. One. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to ask that. Ray, you got any? No, I was going to ask about Tim Duncan, but not, you already answered that by the cream, the cream answer. So. Yeah, I do have uh, <laughs> Elijah Wong had a Duncan by, I think, two spots. Yeah. But yeah, I'm good on the question. All right, well, that was lame. Wow, <laughs> 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 All right, well, well, I mean, I just look. I mean, I looked at your list and just like, okay, Elijah one, and then Kareem, and then Duncan, and then I'm not asking LeBron. That's uh, definitely uh, not going to be a question I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. <coughs> and then you got Kobe and Shaq at nine and ten, which they partnered up and got three titles. So. I mean, I really got no questions for you. Well, uh, honestly, it's kind of scary to say, but the very top of our lists are similar, Ray. No, I'm not like you get a little haywire on me, you know, like the latter half of our tens, because you know you throw your Pippin in there yeah, and Koozie yeah, in there and stuff. But um, the first half of our top tens is very, very similar. Yeah, just a lip, legit players at the top, you know. Legit players, is yeah. that what it is? Yep. <laughs> well, it's going to be a whole legit list at the end of this. <laughs> no more hot takes. I mean, you know, so, I, talking about takes, I have a take here, guys. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was thinking about this um, because I was listening to the, uh, yeah, the Carl Malone episode where we were bagging on Greg Oyster take. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out mom again. Yeah. <laughs> Greg. And uh, I was like, wait. Is Greg Oyster Tag Charles Oakley that blocks shots? <laughs> so maybe we weren't giving those Jazz teams enough credit because they had another guy that could potentially be top fifty on Ray's list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've admitted to error my ways. Let's not keep putting the poo in my pants. Okay. <laughs> you know we're gonna tease you about it forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna be. It's gonna be like the middle of our football episodes, and we're gonna be like Charles Oakley. Yeah. You remember when Ray put a non Hall of Famer on his podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna say the same thing I always do, asshole. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> um, shall we? Does anybody have anything else, or we want to do? Um, Closing statements or what? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah we can do that. All right. Well, we're going to go reverse order and go Uncle Doug first. Sure. Um, I really like the dream. Uh, nothing against him. I just had some other centers ahead of him. And uh, by the time he got pushed down my center list, that kind of pushed him down the other list. He may go up a little bit on the other list. Um, some of my old guys may get moved around now that I've made some points and talked about them a little bit. But uh, the dream, and especially like Alex was saying, that 94 playoff run was amazing. And um, it was the dream for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
there's a reason that he's like, well, how old is Dream right now? He's uh, oh shit, I just saw he's him. he's f- 59, mm. and guys that are gonna be Hall of Famers still go to him and be like, hey, will you train me on how to do my footwork? Sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, guys, we just talked like Kobe went to a lodge one. Yeah. You know, like I mean, that's it's, it's a pretty big. Uh, what would you call it, a badge of honor when, you know, got top 10 guys all time come to learn things from you? Sorry. Do that in there. Oh, that's it for me. All right. That will lead us to Drew. Um, yes, I think having him down as number four center, uh, I felt like I kept putting centers in the top 10. I felt like it was just centers. So I think, I think he's going to come up a couple spots on the overall list. And I think something we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about his uh, dream shake. We didn't. We didn't mention I was the dream shake. I just thought sitting here talking about it, we didn't talk about his special shots. I think that's what I'm going to do is bring that up for my closing statement is that we didn't talk about his famous shot. So, I watched an interview with Shaq, and Shaq goes, Olajuwon only has five moves, but he has a counter to every one of those right. moves, and he can counter his counter. So really, Olajuwon has about 20 or 25 yeah, moves. Yeah, I read the same thing. <laughs> I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just want to bring that for my closing statement since we didn't even talk about it. <laughs> All right, is that it? Yep. All right, and Ray. Um, I don't think there's much left to be said. Uh, phenomenal player. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to say about a player that is the best a- the best athlete in a city for like 20 years. I mean, you got to give the guy props for that. So that's why I got to put him up the list a little bit after doing this episode because I must have been slacking a year ago and just totally blew my mind. But he's rolling up the list. And mad props to that guy for being that that badass to be Houston's own for 20 years. So, yeah. All right. And that will end with me. Um I love the dream. Um, like watching him play, like watching his highlights. Um, <clears throat> like I mentioned a couple times today already, his uh, his finals runs are hella impressive. Um, he uh, unbelievable amount and of deadly post moves. Um, sorry, I got some drainage going on. I right right in the middle of my sentences, like my. Like lose my voice there, um, <clears throat> you know. Just great player, both ends of the floor. Um, you know, I know Ray mentioned Giannis earlier. Um, if we're comparing like dominating both ends of the floor, I do think there is a comparison. I don't think they uh, their styles were necessarily the same. I think they were different style players, but um, just both end freaks uh, I'll give you that Ray on that one um, going down dominating the defensive end and getting and being the leading scorer on the offensive end not something a lot of guys can handle that uh, that load um, of uh, on on them season in season out and this was pre taking time off every season you know load management um, we're talking about a guy that played between 35 and 42 minutes a, a night for 20 years. Well, not the full 20 years. The last three years, he only played 20-some minutes. But And a, and a seven-footer at that who all centers have chronic chronic knee problems and feet problems throughout that whole thing. Speaking of which, <coughs> I watched a couple of videos of him doing footwork drills with players. And I watched one with Dwight. So, like, him and Dwight were, like, taking turns trying to do these moves on each other. And, obviously, he's playing one-on-one with Dwight Howard. It's not like he's playing a five-on-five basketball game. But, like, in these drills, he looked like he could play today. Oh, wow. Like, the move, not just, like, the moves he was putting on Dwight, but the lift he was getting. Like, he, he could definitely still dunk a basketball. And then I realized we're talking about, like, He's really tall, so it's not like that's a huge, huge thing for me, but like, or for him, but like, he would like get into the middle of the lane to go up for his jump hook, and I'm like, the lift he is getting, like, 
now obviously could he go through the grind of an 82 game season no but like if you told him like hey i need you to go out and play one game tonight we're short players you know like covid you know covid season or whatever yeah, yeah, i do right. i feel like he could i feel like he could hold his own for a night what would happen if he came out of retirement <laughs> i don't know but can you can you come out of retirement once you're in the hall can you be an active hall of famer oh i don't know i don't know yeah. i have no idea yeah yeah, I, don't well, know. I saw him uh, when Houston was making their run at March Madness. He was at the games. He yeah, looked, he looks like he's in good yeah, shape. I saw him like in he stands. looks healthy. Because sometimes after play retire, they don't look good. Yeah, like some of them don't look. A lot of them balloon up. Yeah, yeah, you know, they put on a whole bunch of weight and stuff. Yeah, but he looked good. I thought. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and, and you know what, Alex? I got a funny story too about kind of the same thing. Every time I watch these GD Wendy's commercials and Reggie Miller, oh, and he pulls off that little warm up and he's got that hot and juicy jersey on, I'm like, yeah, put that motherfucker on the Pacers. <laughs> oh man, I bet Reggie can still shoot. Yeah, I'll say this, man. I I enjoy those commercials during March Madness. I do. Yeah, Reggie does a good job with that stuff. Reggie's commentating. <laughs> he does some of the games. He cracks me up. I think Reggie could go up upstairs with. Shaq and Kenny and Chuck and them, and he'd fit it in. Oh, I think so. Yeah. That'd be funny listening I like to Shaq, listening to Reggie. Kenny, Reggie, mm-hmm. and uh, Charles. I think some of the other guys don't have the personality for it, like Grant Hill or uh, Steve Smith. And those, I don't think they have the personality to go up with those big dominant personalities, but I think Reggie could do it. Oh, yeah. Reggie would definitely fire back at him. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of my closing statements, and that will our closing statement, and that will end the Akeem Olajuwon portion of this episode, and will lead us into trivia. And uh, Drew, I believe that leads us to you, right? All right. Yep. We know Steve Kerr is number one on three point percentage. Who is number two? Three point percentage. Yeah. Steve Kerr is number one. Who is number two? I got my answer. A lot of thinking going on on the other side of the room. Yeah, this is tough. All right, I'm locked in. Um, All right, I got one. All right. You ready, Ray? Yep. All right, let's see him. Had to throw Reggie in there. Yeah, Reggie? I said Ray Allen. I said Seth Curry. Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis. Oh, Carolina's coach. Yeah, Hubert. Seth, Whoa. Seth Curry's three. Uh, damn. But yeah, when I saw Hubert, I'm like, I got to ask it with them making well, the yeah. final four. Yeah. Go Tar Heels. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> They've got to beat Duke in this game. Like, you can't send Coach K packing at the end of the regular season and then let him come back and beat you in the tournament. Yeah. In your yeah. first ever meeting. Yeah. Like, you've got the. Oh, man. And I think he's 50 and 49 all time against him. So if you beat him, you tie all time. Yeah. He's 500 against you all time. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. You or me, Ray? Well, I'll go ahead and hit it off. All right. All right, this is the Kobe question, which I probably should have did last week. But, so Kobe has some big games scoring-wise, like Toronto, for example, he scored 81. I had no idea. I know. I figured <laughs> I'd let you know. I, you look kind of confused over there. But my question is to you guys, is name the team he scored the least amount against. Like, name the team? You don't even have to name the score. He's got an team that he scored the least amount of points yep. against. All right. Like, uh, are we talking? Single game? Or single game? Yeah, single okay. game. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Single game. Okay. Hmm. I got to guess. Yeah, I got to guess. Drew? I'm thinking, give me a second. Is that hard for you? No. <laughs> All right, I got one. I said the Suns. I said the Kings. I said the Bucks. It is actually the Detroit Pistons, and he scored forty. Oh. Um. Now I have more questions. 
I thought we were looking. I mean, not that it mattered. I would just guess a team, but I thought we were looking for a team that he scored the least amount of points for. Obviously, no against. Yeah, that's what I meant. Again, at least amount of points against. Yeah, but obviously he scored less than forty in games because he never even averaged forty. Well, oh, you're talking about his highest point total ever against teams. Yeah. Like, well, oh. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, gotcha. I didn't mean to make it confusing. Well, you did, Ray. <laughs> Sorry. It's uh, all right. I was getting ready for it to be like six. I know. I thought Back, you get. Like, yeah. I was gonna say his rookie year, he probably had some, you know, clunkers there. Sorry, sorry. All right. Well, I was going to do a draft question, but Lord. this we've talked about this draft way too much. Everybody knows it's Elijah Wan, Bowie, and MJ, and it's like the greatest draft of all time. So I went with a little different take, but still Elijah Wan. Okay. Quadruple double. Yep. Been four of them. Mm-hmm. Nate Thurman had the very first one in 74 because mm-hmm. that's when they started doing all the stats. And, of course, Dream had his in the 90s, in 90. Name the other two guys. You kidding me? Nope. <laughs> hmm. I named them in one of the episodes. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Me and Dad talked about it like a week Damn ago, it. and now I'm mad because I'm sitting Not here that right. I have the answers written down, mind <laughs> you, but I, I named them in one of the episodes. Hmm. Ooh, I remember one. It down, yeah, right? old Nate yeah. Thurman in 74 had 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocks. It's a game, man. But it was an overtime game. Mm. It's the only quadruple double in an overtime game. The other three people did it in regulation. Mm. Uh, the Dream had 18 points, 16 boards, 10 assists, 10 blocks. <gasps> oh. What's his name? I remember it now. No, 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 no. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. I got my guesses. I'm going to be wrong, though. Yeah. Dang it. Oh. I know. I know. I'm running out of time, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's wrong, so go ahead. All right. What you guys got? I said the Admiral and Bill Walton. I said Dave Robinson and Nate Williams. but And I just said Gary Payton and Giannis. Okay, well, the Admiral is correct. Yeah. He had 34 points, 10 boards, 10 assists, 10 blocks. That was in 94. The other one is the only guard yeah. to do this, and it's Alvin Robertson <laughs> for the Spurs in 86. 20 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals. I knew it was a guard, but I couldn't think of a yep. name. I was so mad. Interesting. All right. Well, now we'll wrap this up with a current statistic question. Um, how many players, so I'm looking for a number here, how many players currently in the NBA are averaging 25 or more points per game. Hmm. You just want the number? The number of players, yes. Is there a certain game amount, or can they have played like... I'm sure there is, because there there always is for the NBA. All right, I got to guess. Got a guess? Yep, locked in. All right, what you guys got? I said seven. I said nine. I said twenty-five. Well, it's kind of in the middle. It's twelve. Mm. Uh, would you guys like to know? Yeah, yeah. All right, starting from the bottom at twelve to one: Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Nikola Jokic, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Ja Morant. DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and LeBron James. Mm. Who is, I think, 
sitting out because he has the lead now in the point, in the scoring title, and he's like, I'm not going to fuck it up. I'm going to sit out. <laughs> uh, it could be. <laughs> Bull crap. Bull crap. Uh, so we shut ourselves out. Yep. We, we, we've tend to been doing this lately. Tony, guys, we got to start asking, what number was Michael Jordan? That's right. Magic Johnson. <laughs> but just a reminder on where the tallies are. It is Ray with 22. Uncle Doug with, hold on here, I can't read my own handwriting. Uncle Doug and Drew with 46 apiece. Is that right? I thought no, Uncle, I thought Uncle, Uncle Doug, Doug passed him. I passed him, yeah. yeah. He did. So, okay, yeah, I got this. Uncle Doug with 46 and Drew with 45. Yeah. There we go. Alex with 53 and Wade with 58. And obviously Wade's lead was not cut into this week. Yeah. Even though he's not even fucking here to defend himself. <laughs> he's going to win. He, he should not be able to win because he missed too many episodes. That's it's right. Like, That's right. It's like the MVP award. You can't not show up. That's right. He's going to be mad when he hears this. Uh, when's he going to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, thanks for tuning in to our Akeem Olajuwon episode and please tune in next week for our Tim Duncan episode the big fundamental looking forward to that one and thanks for tuning in to Sports the Nemo Way